0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Have you noticed that I'm sounding real robust today? It is not the vitamins that I've been on, although they're helpful. <laughs> it is not the other stuff that I do, and it is yeah, helpful. I am robust today because my producer will never let an April go by without kicking us up to another level. And so since we've been at this thing for a while and we've just crossed our five-year broadcasting milestone, and our shows have been amazing. We have had a blast, so I just want you to know we have found systems. She went and said we need to fill the room. I praise God for the people that he put around me. We're going to have a phenomenal show today, but it's going to bring you into uh, a, a greater depth of the world of Dr. Paula Price and what we have going on, so Welcome to the Paula Price Show. I like having the Paula Price Show. I love Thursday. We'll get into some teaching. We'll have some discussions. But I've got good stuff planned for you. And and I want you to know what you can get. We broadcast um, once a week. You know, we broadcast more than once a week. We probably have, you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, because we do well with just once a week on Thursday. And so we are, we're building up. I've I decided 2020 is going to be the year that we go live and we go all the way. Pray for me. Because, you, you know, I have the books. She has all my books over there. I suppose she's going to creep over in a moment and tell us about all of the books that we have because that's wonderful. And also, do we have things something about June. We are a month, a little over a month away from our annual Tulsa Prophetic Training Institute. And the reason that it's an institute is because we do a lot of training. We do a great amount. And one of the things that we, I made a decision about is I didn't want to call it the School of Prophets because you all were so familiar with it, that our innovative approach would get lost in familiar uh, perceptions. And I didn't want that. So institute also means that we're not just educating you, we're building something. An institute is rooted and planted. It's not itinerant. It's not moving around. So that is why we call it an institute. Well, why do we want to make sure you understand that? Because we do have Price University. Learn today, lead tomorrow. Much of what you get in in your classic School of the Prophets is not going to help you lead. It's going to focus on learning, and that learning is often, not always, but often in a very narrow vein called technique. And many times it's technique without know-how or know-how without knowledge. Well, we're moving into a hard reset. I've been prophesying it since the middle of 2018. And the hard reset that we're moving into, God is a good God. Is changing how we, not just how we do, but how we view. See, if you don't change views, then you will not change doings, and you won't change events. So heart reset means that we're going back not to the beginning of the church. We're going back to the founder's foundation. We're not just going back to the prototype. We're going all the way to the archetype. That shapes and defines the prototype Sketches it So heart reset Is what we're going to do And while we're on the subject I will be in Alexandria, Virginia Doing a session Me and my team My team of prophets We will do a weekend Of not only teaching But also demonstration Of God's heart reset You know we, as a church, forgot, you have to go to my website before I get off that subject, drpaulaprice.com, get all the information, plenty of room for you to sign up because we want it. We want to go big. Sign up, so we're going to do the heart reset, but listen to me, not just because it's church, it's not just going to be the Ecclesia heart reset. It is not going to just be the kingdom's heart reset. It is not. Limited to the ministers or ministries or fivefold or threefold heart reset. We're talking about a universal cosmic reset. God is resetting everything. And He's not just resetting it as the Savior, the sacrifice Lamb of God. He is resetting it as the sovereign King David, the Lion of Judah. We're going to deal with the sovereignty of God going forward like we have it. You know, I'll tell you how it's going to look. You want to know how it's going to look? Oh, wait i got to get something. I have a, um, yeah, you're working
1: good. That's all
0: right. Um, but we're going to deal with it the way the darkness has been dealing with us. See, the darkness has been ramrodding us. They've been bullying us. They have ignored our reactions. They have pushed us. They have shoved us in the box. They have us, they have barraged us And we all had to suck it up Well now, it's their turn. It's suck up time And you all will suck up the Lion of Judah And you will suck up the eternal King David And you will suck up the Son of the Living God And you will suck up your Maker And you will suck up your Creator's will And sovereignty is going to be a thorn in your flesh For a very long time That's what heart reset means because y'all kept saying, I don't know You know how nobody cares about the fact that you're horrified That they're killing babies outside the womb Well, the Lion of Judah, the God who created those babies Is standing up to take their defense And you won't have a choice See, because sovereignty, the reason we don't like sovereignty Sovereignty doesn't give you a choice We wanted to be liberal And this is what the liberals gave us See, So sovereignty is going to face off with liberalism, liberalism. and we're going to find out who the maker is, who is the maker, who is the sovereign, who has the muscle, because God says, I'm muscling in on everything you do. I am doing it sovereignly. We are going to bump up against eminent domain from the eternal realm all the way down here, from the supernal to the spiritual, to the supernatural. We are no longer going to be singing about, send us your presence. We're not going to be begging him to show us his glory because we can get drenched in his presence and saturated with his glory. And many of us are not going to like it because the glory or wickedness is ugly. So we're going to deal with something we have to see the church Unfortunate that the church disengaged itself from its civic duties and civic responsibility and forgot that it was a citizen of heaven before it became a citizen of this world. That's unfortunate. Isn't it unfortunate? And so God says, I sought for a man or woman to stand in the gap that I would not destroy the land. So God has decided he's not interested in destroying. The United States of America or the nations around us. So he's made the next. that he said, So my own arm will give me the victory. I, my own arm, I strengthen my own arm, which means the arm of God is his ministry, it's his headship, but beginning with his son. So he said, My own arm will give me the victory. So when God has to act in our stead, See, the way it's supposed to go is that the church, the new creation ecclesia, is supposed to act in God's stead. But we have failed in that duty. We have failed in that responsibility. And we began to think that because he gave us so much latitude and so much discretion, and he gave us just so so many rights and so many powers and authority, we began to think we were more sovereign than he was. As a matter of fact, we began to think that we... In our own right, had power over darkness. But the Bible, my Bible, says that Jesus gave us power to tread on serpents and scorpions. And Jesus decreed that no, nothing but by any means harm us. Yeshua, Yahweh, as Yeshua as Yahweh said, no weapon formed against us So we'll process. So our, we began to think that what God entrusted to us was originated and generated by us. And we failed that test miserably. So as we go on, now God has to step in and reverse the trend. We like this downward trajectory. We like this downward trend. It's kind of like, how many of you all heard ministers, I mean, I'm just saying in a general sense, but talk about, yeah, we need to fix it, but if we do that, then we will suffer, or we will lose, or we will risk. So God is like, I've got nothing to risk, you can't make me suffer again. I did that, and I intend to recover what you lose. And what you lost. So we're go- the heart we said is that Savior is going to give way to sovereign. And sovereign does not care. You, you, America can never again say it is horrible that, that what happens to kids. Because God says, but I got you on the hook. You don't care about your kids. You don't care about your kids. Because this decision did not happen suddenly. You didn't stop at the embryo, and now you got to deal with the person. See, because you should have cut this off at the embryo. And, and if that slipped past you, then you should have halted it at the fetus. And now you're at the baby because God is the eternal God. He said, I make, uh, listen, I create the darkness and the light. We, the church got all caught up. God doesn't deal with darkness. Oh, no, he doesn't have to if you're doing it. But when we stop doing it, he has to take it over. He said, for my own name's sake for the sake of my glory, and for the souls that I have made. God talks about souls nonstop. So as we begin to move forward in this next heart reset, the heart reset is heaven's taking over. Heaven is taking us offline. Humanity is going to go offline while heaven, which is more than angels, heaven goes to clean up our mess. And here's where people are going to get all upset because you know folks be like, but he's a loving God. He's a loving God who's losing because people don't love him back. So he's a loving God, and you're a loveless creation because you're allowing everything he loves to be trashed and to be mutilated, to be destroyed and profaned, And you have put his enemy in the seats of power he entrusted to the ecclesia. Voting them in, calling it being open-minded, calling it sophistication, calling it being fearless. Well, I ain't scared of no devil. You should be. You should be, because that's the creature that took down creation. And if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, you should be terrified, because there's no righteousness in him, only wickedness, only death. But the thief comes, but for to steal, kill, and destroy. That thief has stolen the seats of power, and authority is killing humanity like crazy in record numbers, and ready to destroy the land. He's being himself. We just forgot to be ourselves. We wanted to be the we want to be the, the devil self and not the Christ self. Very difficult. Very difficult. You got twenty twenty states who don't literally say babies ought not to live if the mother doesn't want it. Well, I'm here. We were just having a conversation before the show. And let me tell you something. That baby in that woman's body is not just that woman's body. It's that man's body too. And I speak to the men out there, and I say you need to bring a class action suit against the government for wiping out your rights in your firm. You need a class action suit. You want to do it? Your your future is being cut off. Your granddaddy is not being reproduced. Your daddy is not being reproduced. Your mama is not happening. Your generation is being cut off. And if that was the only sperm you had, you're done. You do not get to contribute to humanity again. Not from your genetic tree. And you need to, the fathers need to stand up. Because what's in her body is not just hers. Because without your sperm, she'd have nothing but a period. Coffee. Coffee. Hi, guys. And it takes your sperm to turn her period into a baby. I need to hit something. How y'all do, how are they doing? <laughs> Rachel <laughs> Somebody says already grown <laughs> <laughs> But it's the truth. Because she's acting like her period produced a baby. Your menses does not make a baby on its own. You need that man's sperm. And some of you all, you're the victim of mothers who who did all of that. And some of you all are looking around saying, I don't want to be like that. We were talking about it. You know, 10, 15 years ago, all men were dead big dads. Now they're upbeat. We want to beat them again. They can't win. You know, they can't win. But I'm telling you, if you only have one sperm that's going to make a baby, and that woman aborts that sperm because you don't know until... But I think if that argument is going to be, and she has a right over her body, you got a right over your sperm. It is your seed that makes a baby. Because the baby comes from the sperm. The life, the spirit of life comes from the sperm, not the egg. Y'all love what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yes. See, you understand that when God impregnated Mary, it took the sperm of God to turn her menses into a baby to fertilize that egg. Which is why Jesus can live forever as a sperm, and yet he could be crucified as an egg. Y'all still there, right? So I'm telling you, brothers, you have just as much right to decide that. And if she she goes to sneak off and get an abortion and take your right away, you should sue her. Because it's your sperm. You should sue her. She should have to pay damages to the deprivation of your right to bring life into the world. You should sue her. When you find out, she should pay damages because she cost you a life because she wanted to play and not pay. There are a whole lot of things you suck up about your body. You suck up about how your hair is not the texture you want. You suck up a whole lot of stuff about your body. So you wanted to play, and And some of you, I mean, you may not want to be a husband, but that doesn't mean you don't want to be a father. And we need to separate your objectives as males. Apostle Ashley is looking at me like I just grew something else. See, that's the issue. The issue is you have a right. You don't have to be compelled to be a husband in this particular legal sense. But you've got every right to be a custodian, because if you put your sperm in a sperm bank and they lose it, that is a crime, and they have to pay damages. Well, you banked your sperm in somebody's womb, and you have a right. Now, many of you may not want that right, which I think is ridiculous. I cannot imagine, I can't imagine a woman, but right now I cannot imagine a man not wanting to see himself replicated in the planet. In various forms, that's what God did God dropped his sperm in Adam And that thing split, 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 split And kept giving him, due to all Of the physiological dynamics, Reproduction, so the, the, the Sovereign is going to take down The liberal I promise you, by the Holy Spirit of God God's going to do that, and you know why? Because humanity can't fend off these Devils any longer, you're calling them Liberals, liberals, and God calls them criminals Can we do it or not? It's important that you recognize that you, a, a, a woman, because I, when I think about it, because if you do a DNA on a baby, you don't just get female, see? You don't just get female DNA. You don't just get female uh, material. You get that male and his family tree. And I just, I, I, I'm telling you, they owe y'all damages because you have, you did not. Agree to slaughter your kid, and let me tell you something. Well, he doesn't have to carry it baby You carry him when you lay down there and got it so get over it Get over it You carry him every time he was on top of you and you live through it Sometimes two three times a night so you might as well carry the seed and give him his child You don't have to keep it give it to him yeah, but then I don't know he's in the planet. When you knew you were going to bring something in the planet, when you did that with no protection, what did you think was going to happen? Some of these stupid arguments. it just, I, I, I said, do these people? And then I realized that you're speaking liberal arguments is coming from criminal demons. Because nothing but a demon can kill a kid outside the I'm telling you, because that's Satan's job, to kill babies. Because he kills babies, he kills generations. He kills family trees. He kills genealogies. Just one abortion kills a whole host of family trees. That thing goes, we're sitting at Ancestry.com, and y'all killing it on the table. So obviously I'm right because Ancestry.com is telling me I'm correct. So when you kill a baby, you kill the whole ancestry. You kill the genealogy. You kill the the whole tree. Not to mention, you kill a bit of your own soul. You kill a bit of your own soul. And you have no idea what that soul particle would have produced in the world and how it would benefit you. You have no idea. All you know is that I don't want to go eight months or I'm scared of labor pains. Half y'all just done it because you're scared of labor pains. I heard it hurt, so I'm getting rid of it. Heart reset. See, these, I don't want to, don't even talk to me about that. And don't talk to me about rape. We just got through hearing on Tuesday night that the least represented issue or rationale for abortion is rape, second only to incest. And they were the lowest numbers in the statistics. So that means you are a deliberate murderer. You're not even a killer, you're a murderer. And they're different. You are deliberate murder, and I'm never going to stop saying it. I was one, so I, I, listen. I still, I'm still doing penance. I'll be doing penance till I get to glory. You are a murder. First of all, we need to take abortion—the word abortion—off the table. Oh, am I in it or am I in it? You're in it? We, we need to take. I promise you, we need to take the word abortion because see, that's why you can be talked into this. Because in your mind, abortion is not murder, abortion is a choice. So I want to read abortion's definitions because I want to figure out maybe we don't understand what the meanings are. Because we define abortion as a choice and a right. And I want to see if any of those two things are in the world. Would you all like to see? I would like to see. I want to see. Because I think sometimes people need to understand you've listened to the rhetoric so much, you don't know the real reason or meaning of what you're saying. I love it. Abortion. I like, um, what is this? Um, online etymology dictionary. Abortion. From the 1540s, the expulsion of the fetus before it is viable. Originally of deliberate as well as unintended miscarriages. From the Latin abortionem which is abortion, miscarriage, abortion, procuring of an untimely birth. Now, look at this. Now, the noun of action, in other words, to miscarry, to be aborted, to fail, disappear, pass away, a compound word used in Latin for death, miscarriages, etc. Now, and I, I like this. I want to go to the next one because we need to understand it. Meaning, in the 19th century, some effort was made to distinguish abortion, expulsion of the fetus between six weeks and six months from miscarriages, same within the same period, and premature labor delivery after six months. The deliberate miscarriage was criminal abortion. So abortion used to be criminal, which is why they had to force it on a boat, which is why we needed the law to make it whatever. Criminal abortion is premeditated or intentional abortion Procured at any of pregnancy By artificial means And solely for the purpose Of preventing the birth of a living child Now I'm I'm reading this And this is in the Century Dictionary 1819 I'm going to read that again Because see I told you you're a murderer You could tell me you're a mother I say you're a murderer you got the wrong rest of the end Mother, murderer Murderer, mother You understand that you're you are a murdering mother somebody has to say it because see we I'm not PC I'm not politically correct because I don't have to be because I'm divinely correct so I'm going with divine correction God correction Criminal abortion is pretty, because see, you all are listening to your little of because they're making money off your dead babies. And then they're pulling your babies out and putting them into a science labs so they can experiment on them for their quote-unquote use of uh, being able to legally use human tissues and human materials to do their experiments. And you are giving their baby to a scientist, so that's a sacrificial death on top of it all. Criminal abortion is premeditated, premeditated. Pre now when you have when you when you're in a court and someone dies at your hand, they have to distinguish whether it's premeditated or whether it was spontaneous, a reaction to something that happened. Impulsive. So you are not you don't abort a baby impulsively. You miscarry impulsively. You murder them premeditated. Criminal abortion is premedicated or intentional abortion procured at any, uh, 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 at any pregnancy by artificial means and solely, solely, not because it's an exercise of your right, solely, not because it's your body, solely for the purpose of preventing the birth of a living child. Feticide or feticide, F-E-T-I-C-I-D, this is what it's called. At common law, the criminality depended on the abortion being caused after quickening. I'm thinking after delivery, long after quickening. Feticide appears in 1823 as a forensic medical term for deliberate, premature, fatal expulsion of the fetus. Medical term for it was. What else? Oh, I'm, I'm going to skip that. Let's see, embryotomy, or something like that. All y'all medical people, write it, send it to me, and whatever. With the second element from the Latinized form of the Greek word continuing uh, to destroy, abortion was a taboo word for much of the early 20th century, disguised in print as criminal operation in the U.S., or illegal operation in the U.K., and replaced by miscarriage in the film versions of novels. Abortion Hospital specializing in abortions is from 1934 in the Soviet Union's context. All right, now that's abortion. That's just giving you the root of the word, why we call it abortion. Now, because I'm in a mood, Because, see, when people start saying, when they, you know, you go to the doctors and they say it so nicely, so how many abortions have you had? When they really saying, how many kids have you killed? How many babies have you destroyed? How many times you carelessly and recklessly conceived with the notion of, if I don't want it, I can change my mind at any time, even before I bring it home? So, Let's go. You know, I like to go here. Abortion. Are you all listening? Are they listening? Now, listen. We all have to repent. You should be doing penance, not pitying yourself. So this is about penance, not self-pity. You did it. You learned better. You do better. Now, let's go and see if we can prevent somebody else from doing it. Um, Abortion, a medical operation In which a developing baby is Is removed from a woman's body So that it is not born alive That's you mama You in the line right now You in the line looking at me Talking about this woman is crazy But let me tell you something, you crazier You're crazier Because you are allowing You are literally stepping in To commit a crime Because the law says it will forgive you But that's not the law's job. That's God's job. God doesn't have to forgive you because the law does. So I have a site. All of you all would love it. It's called onelookdictionary.com. It's my friend. And, you know, when I do this, you're going to have to pray because I've noticed that when we expose stuff etymologically, they all of a sudden just disappear off the web. Does anybody notice Google is giving you less and less truth and less and less information? You can kid 900 ways, and then it'll end up just looping you back to the way it wants. You want to pay attention to Brother Google has been changing what it's allowing you to read, learn, and discover. I know this because I spent a lot of time going and researching. You have to start looking for other search engines because Google Brother is not going to tell you to because it's Big Brother. So... Just on on GC, I've just noticed, I've been talking to it with my students, and they're like, but it'll keep looping you to the same thing. It just keeps changing the heading, so you think you're getting something different. You're not. I'm telling you, and in 10 years, if they don't change, Google is going to be unreliable because it's going to stop giving you information and begin to brainwash you, to condition you for what it thinks humans should know, what it thinks humans should learn, and how it thinks society should operate. I think they've done a great job being global, but again, once you've gone global, once you become big, the whole just like anything else, something starts out really great and it's, it's, it's really good, but when it gets to a certain point, corruption kicks in. In nature, it's entropy. In business and society, it's corruption. Okay, so this is Wordnik. I like Wordnik. You might like it too. W O R D N I K. But let's look at abortion on the word definition. induced termination of a pregnancy with destruction of the embryo or fetus. No way in the world is that innocuous. No way in the world is that same sound. Any of various procedures that result in the termination of a pregnancy. Now, that's the part they'll keep telling you. They use termination instead of destruction. You see how that's working out? Cessation of normal growth, especially of an organ or other body part prior to its full development or maturation. The premature ending or abandonment of an undertaking. Something that is regarded as poorly made. So, those are the synonyms. Now, let's look from the century dictionary, which is what we talked about miscarriage, the expulsion of the fetus before it is viable, that is, in women before about 28 weeks of gestation. I'm thinking the 40-week, 39, 40 weeks probably way past that. All right? So that's one of it. The product of untimely birth hence mishappen, any fruit or product that does not come to maturity. So we can go on. I love how they do this. Here's what I really like. The removal of a fetus from the womb prior prior to normal delivery in a manner such as to cause the death of the fetus. Also called voluntary abortion or when performed by a physician, a therapeutic abortion, should it be a miscarriage. But the idea is you, that, those women, I'm telling you, you're not a mother, you're a murderer. And you have to go to God and repent for being a murderer because he forgives murderers. Let's look at Paul. Paul tell you all day long, I kill Christians. They had sense enough to acknowledge that killing was not God's will for anybody. So, uh, and slaughter. Okay, so let's go on. I have another one. I like the word in this one. I thought it was great. I'm not going to get off this because I want you to feel really uncomfortable, and I know some of y'all are Christian women because you don't want it. You feel like if you don't admit it down here, denial in the flesh does not become righteousness in the spirit. So your fleshly denial pleases your law, but it doesn't please the lawgiver of all creation. You cannot deny to Jesus, because Jesus knew the day you were conceived that you would abort your kid, which is why he offers the new birth. Are we all right? How are, you, how are they doing, Rachel? Well, somebody yeah, somebody
2: said, I work in a predictive analysis company, and all
0: these search engines have these algorithms, algorithms that push your, push you away from certain topics. Did I, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I'm telling you, so you have to go and get you some books before they decide to close out the library to nip them out. You need to get books. See, they can tell you, they cite this into this by saying, oh, no, you don't have to do that. You don't have to carry a book. You just go online. But they are not going to do I'm telling you, because I have been in this, and I've noticed for the last couple of years that definitions that I know were there before are gone. And information I know was there. So don't trust electronics. Do not trust them if you're trying to do truth. Now, if you just want to get a little something to get a paper done so you can get a grade, hey, they can do it all day long for you. But if you're talking about being a viable advocate for truth and righteousness, you're not going to get it offline. I don't care who, I don't care how much they tell you otherwise. I've done it. I've looked. You better get books. Start getting up, go to the library, get you some hard copy books. Or you're going to find out people who wrote books on the subject and get those books. You know, at least right now, we might get the whole thing from Kendall, I'm not sure. Abortion. Abortion um, in Wiktionary, the expulsion from the womb of a fetus or embryo before it is fully developed um, with the loss of the fetus. And they've mentioned um, spontaneous or induced. I like the way they write that, spontaneous or induced. So, here are some synonyms, which we were going to get to anyhow. Aborticide is a synonym for abortion. Feticide. Feticide, termination of pregnancy. And then the one that I was trying to pronounce, somebody help me, embryoctomy. All right, embryoctomy. I got it. Come on, somebody. I can read. (laughs) And they can't even get enough information on it because people are afraid to deal with it. But I'm telling you. You're, I don't care what your, your clinician said, and they're getting paid to take you off the hook. You better know that your, their information and their knowledge is biased to their bank. It's dollar biased. It's money biased. So you can't say I don't care how sweet they say use the voice because some of them they give that little soft lilting voice something it makes you seem like they're singing you a lullaby while they're killing your reason to lullaby anybody. I, I really do. I'm going to Merriam Webster. Let's see what Merriam has to say. The abortion, the termination of a pregnancy after, accompanied by, resulting in, or closely followed by the death of the embryo or fetus. I thought you might want to read that, but I thought it was pretty good. We'll talk about those later on. I'm going to pick a couple of more that I know are pretty good, you know, kind of pretty good there. But this here gives me, let me tell you, 61 di- di- uh, dictionary definitions of abortion in one-look dis- dictionary search. 61. 61 references say abortion is not what the, what the rhetoric is teaching you. 61. References tell you abortion Is murder It leads to death It's a decifying practice 61 Now there is something called The internet encyclopedia of philosophy You should read this So you can get your argument together Because these people Are not dealing with the The kid, they're dealing with the will and literally the self-centeredness of the woman. This is a self-centered practice. And as we've already discussed in the beginning of this uh, broadcast, it's only dealing with the rights of the woman. The rights of the kid are ignored. There are three rights in this, three entity rights. But we only deal with the right of the woman. The right of the child isn't there. There's no advocacy to fight for a baby's right to live. And the other advocate that the baby would have, the father, is either precluded from the process or disinterested in it. So there are no advocates for this baby. The only advocate in the abortion picture is the woman... And the abortionist. And the abortionist doesn't consider it a right as much as they consider it, consider it a privilege or liberty. I am free to kill kids. I'm free to kill kids no matter what. So you need to go to that one. I thought that was pretty good. Um, because we, we have to know what we're doing. We have to know and understand. Um, Oxford, the deliberate termination of a human pregnancy Most often performed during the first 20 You can tell this is dated information During the first 28 weeks of pregnancy The expulsion of a fetus from the uterus By natural causes, which is a miscarry um, Natural causes before it is able to survive independently I need you to, and we're going to go and look again. I want you to do this. I'm not going to stay with this because it's 61 reasons. 61 references tell you, 61 is a lot of reasons. So you can take and put it on the, the, you can say the the, the Supreme Court said it's right. They had to ignore and discredit all of these references to legitimize abortion. So now you can ignore these references for abortion, but they're good enough for people to get degrees on. They're good enough for people to get college education on. They're good enough for institutions to hang their expertise on. Wow. Oh, I got to drink something. I hit something. I got to do something. So, and I know some of you are. And, and then let me tell you, and the sister girls who's done it, don't write Dr. Price. Because I'm going to write one word back to you. Murder, murdering mother. Because if you are, if you aborted a baby, you're a murderer. I was. I repented. Still repenting. Every year, that, that, that every time that happens, come back around, I still feel the Sadness. Knowing that I took from someone else a right that was innate to the human experience. That baby has innate rights. And one of the innate rights is to ride in your womb to safety, come into this world, and become a part of the human race. That's a right. And this whole liberal thing about all we care about is the woman's rights, are you kidding me? There are a bunch of rights that women should have, we don't give them. But the right, to, the right to murder that they get freely, you gotta know it's a criminal devil behind that. There are a whole lot of, we're still fighting for some rights. Yes. We got the glass ceiling right we're trying to get. Come on, can we get a break over here? But when it comes to killing, see, I noticed that, that freedom in this liberal definition, and this liberal par- paradigm is freedom, is sexual freedom to the destruction of society, because of it is. It's abortion to the annihilation of society. If you did, you ever notice that? And it's vulgarity to the profanity of society or the profaneness. So if you ever noticed that liberal, you know, because you know we're at the Good is evil, evil is good But when we started out on this thing It was to protect us from the three things That are now the dominant argument And the dominant stance On liberty and freedom You want to be free To molest a child See so now freedom Which started out as a constructive pursuit Has become now at the end of the road Destructive license See, and, and, and not one of these things Has to do with nature Not one of them has to do with naturality Every single one of them Has to do with Volition The exercise of a human will That is ma- Listen, minor Minute to the majority But yet Influential enough By the majority's naivety to become the rule of the land, the law of the land. The church was supposed to be the lawgiver, according to Isaiah 9, 7 through 9. It said, and the government will be upon his shoulders. We are the shoulders of Jesus Christ, the ministries especially, which is why people wear mantles and yokes, because it says the law of the institution is on your shoulders. So we were supposed to be the governor and the lawgiver. We were to take that the Bible said Jesus Christ is the only lawgiver that God sanctioned in all creation because he's the only giver of life. He's the prince of life. Every other law could care less about life. All those other deities, they're about dying. We're going to give life to the man's will, and we're going to give bondage to the woman's will. We're going to give life to adults, and we're going to give um, doom to kids. We're going to give life to the rich, and we're going to give, literally, captivity to the poor. That's not Jesus. He came and broke that model, broke that mold, broke that paradigm. Wow. Well, I went off. Clean off. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I don't ex- excuse my. I don't exclude myself. And I don't excuse myself. But I want to tell you that to come back, plan, and that whole idea. People tell you aborted babies go to heaven. Oh Lord. My question to you is how. If it's a block how does it get into heaven? If it's never taken a breath, how does it get into heaven? What mechanism does Scripture lay out for you to know that your baby is, a, is better off aborted than being delivered and rid by you? I want you to give it to me. Because if that's the case, then we wouldn't need the new birth. We wouldn't need the cross of Christ. We wouldn't have needed Calvary. So this whole idea, because a lot of y'all Christian people, you go to your little pastors who are still picking their dinner, their teeth from their last dinner with the devil, talking about, oh, God's a loving God. Don't worry about it. Your baby will go, how? How? Somebody write me how. Now, I don't want you to write me what you believe. I don't want you to write me how you imagine it. I don't even want you to write me, because let me tell you something. If, if we're all born dead in trespasses and sins, How's that baby getting to heaven? Or, which is why they want to change the gospel. See, so they want to change the Bible because the, because these preachers, the ones that have this, have read the Bible, and they found out if I say this, then I'm going to have to, effect, in effect, say I've been wrong all this time, or I'm going to have to, in effect, make you uncomfortable about your will to do what you're born to do, which is kill. He said, Jesus, in the Gospels, John 8:44, you are of your father, the devil. I know your father might be named Mitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but Mitch got his spirit from Adam. And the Bible says, and Adam all died. The reason we die is because we come from Adam. And the reason that we are made alive is because we come from Jesus Christ. Because in Christ, all should be made alive. So this baby is aborted. Or this baby is out of the room, and the, the uh, abortionist is, is, is literally snipping its neck, cutting off its, uh, what do you call it, brains, them, so that it doesn't live. Tell me, between those three processes, when is that baby made alive in Christ Jesus because you can't tell me because in order to get saved you got to hear the gospel That's right. the gospel of your salvation see the whole plan of redemption discredits and vilifies abortion just like it vilifies Every other human crime. vilified, Because, I mean, you're, 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 I mean, that woman is not laying on the table talking about, Punish! My baby believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because if that was the case, you wouldn't be on the table when an abortion is ready to kill your kid. We have so many, the devil has perfected his arguments to the point, you don't think there's any rebuttal to them. Mm-hmm. But I do because his arguments don't wash with me. They don't wash. And the reason why people don't, you're like, with well, Price, more and more people share hear this, because you know how many Christians don't want their chief to know that they were wrong? Yeah. Do you know how many young girls sitting in, in, in congregations right now can't take knowing that they are a murdering mother? But yet, because we don't, they go and do it again and again, because it makes money. Illicit sex is in, 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 in Satan's realm makes money, makes criminals a lot of money, just like righteousness makes God a lot of money. So you have all of these pastors, and I don't care what she said, and you know what? And you take their word for it when you were born again by the word of God. All of a sudden, you became a Christian by God's word, but now when it comes time for you to become a criminal, you're going to take some person's word. I had a little talk with Jesus this week. I'm telling you, Jesus is rip-roaring mad over this. That's why I know America needs to be trembling, because he is rip-roaring mad. When I say rip-roaring mad, he done been disgusted with America for a long time. Told me he was. Disgusted. He said, um, they're disgusting people. Because the laws that we make, even if they don't affect us, they will affect the future generation. You know, are we, we looking there? You key into the, um, the Internet when it wants to give you some truth. Um, but you key into the in- Internet how many nations legalize ab- abortion. And you'll realize that all of those nations were once world powers. They were once, they once had, our, had our bride. The greatest nation on earth. We're not anymore. Because a nation that thinks it's great will not kill its future. A nation that thinks it's powerful will not kill its future powers. We could talk all day long about it. Between our kids being drugged, committing suicide, and abortion, and let's not forget homosexuality, we got the four takeouts of a nation. And you think about it. I want to, you know, I, I want to give you good news, but guess what? The news isn't good. I'm just going along with the, with the uh, secular news. You know, you ever notice the most disapp- depressing thing you can do in a, in a day is watch the news? Yeah. Even they know it's bad. The news cannot give you anything good. And if they have an upbeat message, you know what it is? Here's a 30-second, a dog was rescue, rescued from a tree. That end, somebody took so-and-so a basket of apples. The end, that's good news, because everything else is depressing. And I'm going to talk about that when we talk about our reset. Everything is depressing. Everything is about you literally being depressed and terrified to stay on the planet, which is why suicide is rising. The news alone is making you scared. If you're not going to take pills, you might as well take your life. Because that's what people's children, that's their alternative, because it's so depressing. You and I mean, you can go channel to channel. You can say, my favorite channel is, you're going to start with who shot, who killed, who broke in, who took, who beat, who slaughtered, who robbed. You And, and, and when it's over, and they all cheery, all nice, glassy face cheery. I'm thinking, I don't even know how you can do that every day. Got to tell you, the law doesn't work. Nothing works in society. Don't you think that that sounds like some sort of devious strategy or stratagem? Deviously, you are always fed the fiendish side of humanity, and they call that news. News, N-E-W, like new. New doom today. New doom, new death, new depression, new deterioration. You can't trust anybody, nothing. Everything is to destroy your faith and make you so depressed that you will go and allow the pharmaceuticals to make a billion dollars off of you because the news did its job so well because they're not informing you, they're deforming you. When I studied, because some of you all You're wondering, why is all the news the same? Go look and see who owns it. Go and see who is determining whether you are depressed or impressed every day. That's how dark this time is. So we could talk about being great in this. News couldn't tell you the truth if you gave them triple paycheck. They can't because their owners have have commanded them to lie and to depress you and to discourage you. You don't get good ideas out of them anymore. We used to get some good ideas. You know, now there's no room for good ideas. Nothing. While they're coming, I'll put the front on the back. We got the prophets coming. I'm going to put the front on the back, meaning. Woo. Did you hear? I heard you. I cut
2: out? And we're coming at the right
0: time. You you got a mic. You got got stuff. I know. Apostle's coming. She got stuff. I want to um, invite you and share some of the things with you. I've already talked about the Tulsa Prophetic Training Institute, and the theme is. Do you?
3: Confronting the confronting the darkness. No, wait. Disrupting. Confronting
2: the darkness
0: disrupting pagan prophets. There it is. Hard reset. You yes, speaking. Okay, it doesn't sound
2: Hard reset.
0: Is that better? Yep. Okay. Hard.
2: again. Hard reset. Hard reset. Yes, our theme for this year, confronting the darkness disrupting pagan prophets of the new age. So,
0: really battling and confronting a lot of the issues that Dr. Price has been talking about today. Yes. And the reason I say it is because we have a lot of prophets who want to do right. Some of you, many of you are getting dreams and visions from the Holy Ghost. Some of you have had visitations from the Lion of Judah, not just the Lamb, but the Lion of Judah. And God is letting you know, I'm taking over my planet, which I told you in 2014 when I talked about my Melchizedek visit. So you'll have to find that. I don't know how to find it, but I got people who do that. Amen. I'm learning (laughs) Welcome to our show, which you already have been. I want to again talk to you about, um, and and Apostle Ashley will love it, talk to you about what? Audio Archive of the Week. Isn't that wonderful? Audio Archive of the Week. Do you want to talk about the one of the week? Always. Always.
3: Okay, we are in the False Prophet Part 2. And she wraps the lesson by addressing how False prophets will come in the name of the Lord, Mm -hmm. but not bear the fruit of his spirit. And how you'll know when you're under a false leader because they will encourage you to just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Be yourself. You don't need to change. Be yourself. Don't let them put you down. Don't let them condemn you. And so you address that. And how um, if you're in a church and you're not changing. You're Under Amen. a false leader, we advise a lot of people who are in churches they're not changing, I, they're in a deliverance church, not being delivered.
0: <laughs> not even the deliverers picked, picked
3: up a few, right? <laughs> Since they while the devil's running around, you know, in the prayer line, jumping from person to person and not actually leaving. Just, mm-hmm. just sharing, <laughs> regifting, yes. and so relocating. Yes, in a healing church, not healed. In a word church, don't know the Bible. So we have a lot of that going on, which is giving us a tremendous amount of job security. But it is a problem in the body of Christ. And then when you opened it up to Q and A, the whole discussion actually hinged on Carlson Pearson. At that time, and what year was this? Oh, this is the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. That was. Early two thousand two 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 thousand three, yeah two thousand three. Let's just talk. We started. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so he that was in the news in Tulsa made the Tulsa World. They talked about him and his doctrinal shift. And so you took the is only you can. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get a precursor on the inclusionism series that Dr. Price will be doing at some point this summer, you definitely want to get the false prophet part two, which is great because we found a tape on inclusionism that you did, but the quality is, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this, you you went in and through. Yeah. And you said, look, the paper named the man's name. We're going to talk about the man and not be all, you know, scared. And, and we go through those. Well, goals. he wanted to be named because he wanted to be known for it. Absolutely. He, still he likes wasn't quiet possible. about it. Still. hmm Still. And so you broke down in some very uh, pivotal ways the issues, the problems with inclusionism and the sad day that it is when a giant falls. Yes. And, and it, it is. is a sad day. Yeah.
0: It is. Am I? you are you next to
3: or
2: I am next to uh, I'll turn you up.
3: Turn you up. Please. Marie, will turn you up. Marie? Yes. Is there a Marie? She's out there, yeah. Where? She didn't want to buy it. She's out she's been out there. our P I T Marie.
0: Our tech our tech queen is there. Just, just go around the door. Uh but you know, but I like how you how how you are preparing them for it. See, I want you to understand that and I'm saying this, you know, I've got three things that I always say about Christianity. Can I say it? Oh All three your show. Number one, Christianity is not a world religion. Okay? Yes. Can I say it again? Yes. It is not a world religion. Christians, Christianity came from heaven to earth. Every, I'm so excited. I'm just on fire. God, God. The fire is coming on me. Every other religion comes up from the earth, which is why it's naturist. Mm-hmm. All of the nature's religions go back to Cain. And I'm going to say this a thousand, maybe a million times if I live long enough, What you think I could. Let's try and get it in there. Okay. She said get it in now, just in case. Nah. Okay. <laughs> she said yes. But no other religion, no, uh, say no other. No other. Comes from out of this world. And Christianity comes from the, from where the spirit and the soul of humanity originated. Mm. Every other religion, you are coming from the seed of your mama and your daddy and the spirit of the culture that founded your country and its citizens. They tell me to fix this. So wait, wait, maybe if I fix it. Oh, there we go. How about that? Is that better? You know. I got little ears. There we go. Okay. Ah. I'm here. You're here. So I want you to do this. If you are a Christian educator, if you're a Christian teacher, you must stop beginning your training of Christians and new converts with the fact that we are on earth. We came to earth. We came to earth. Nobody... You know, we didn't have a dad or whatever. Jesus was born of a virgin for the very reason that men have a say over their sperm. He was born by the spirit or the seed of his father. God's word became sperm and fertilized mortal Mary. Hey, So the eternal, deathless God. Sit his sperm directly into this womb and fertilize the egg of a mortal woman, a woman doomed to die, a woman under the curse, which is how Jesus could say he was born under the curse. So that's the first thing you should know. All of the other religions, I mean, you got the one with the little elephant kind of came out the woman's side, the little white elephant thing and whatnot. None of that defines us. What defines us is what created humanity. That's important. The second thing you need to know is not only did Christianity come to earth, nowhere are you going to find a comprehensive and, 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 and accurate as well as t- integrity treatment of Jesus Christ outside the scripture, which is why Satan keeps chopping it. You all are all excited. You know, you got these churches, they're so excited. You mentioned it last week. Oh, we don't do the Bible. We just do the gospel. That's right. You do realize that the gospel is
1: about
0: that? <laughs> and that somebody has decided that you're going to make it into eternal life without knowing why you need to repent or understanding the mechanism and the medium of your eternal life, which is the Holy Ghost. Because mm. the epistles are the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The epistles are after the church gets to earth, this is what happens. The gospels are after Jesus got to earth, the author of scripture got to earth, this is what happened. After the Holy Ghost gets to earth and Jesus is back home at the right hand of the Father, this is what happens. This is how it works. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Old Testament, which, of course, God doesn't call it a testament or old. <laughs> he just He just right. calls it the law of Moses. And he just calls it the writings of the prophets. Mm-hmm. And in the gospel, the gospel tells you, sends you back to right. the Lord Moses. Okay. Everything in the gospel. So what you are is a bad student. Mm-hmm. Because you're just taking half of the story. And somebody took half your textbook, tore it, and then you wonder why you can't get an a name in the class.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because the gospel sends you back to Genesis to Malachi you, will, you can sit there and say we're an Old Testament we only do the gospels and Jesus starts to when Jesus in nine said you know I know you're Abraham's seed but why do you seek to kill me nobody you don't have sense enough to say who's Abraham and who right. is can you imagine somebody not caring that much about truth that you don't even ask mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you don't ask who's David who's a David you don't ask about Solomon when he said Solomon and all is not a rage like that. you don't ask for Solomon. You don't care about the predecessors, and you don't care about the successor. That's a, that's pretty bad. That's that's really slovenly Christianity. That's slothful. You don't ask about Je- Jeremiah. And why am I mentioning these? Because Jesus quotes them and refers to them in his gospels. And what do we do with the book of Acts? Do we just ignore it? We just got the full gospel. We don't do anything with Acts. So we cast up. And you think that's intelligent. You're proud of yourself because the devil has talked you out of his own history and his destiny. That's embarrassing. You will only find Jesus Christ in the scriptures. Everything else about Jesus is extracted from the scriptures, and as a result, it's extracted and then it's extrapolated. So if you are if you are a true Christian, you're gonna have a problem with not with not knowing who Abraham is. Right? You sitting there singing about Father Abraham, and you're not Father what? Abraham. You don't have your history. You definitely are trashing your destiny. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely.
0: And then we got the book of Acts. We're talking about well, I don't know how I feel about Paul. I don't know why Paul was dominating most of the New Testament. So how do you take the the star of the game and say the star of the game doesn't matter? Who does that? The star player today was so and so I mean he was good. Okay, well, in better news. The person worked at being taught for nothing because you're not rewarding them for, the, for attaining that level. So when, when your church tells you, because you were talking about how to know, with mm-hmm. your church only wants the gospel, you are in a cult. Wow. Wow. And the cult, you need to find out who the cult did is. Because clearly the cult deity has a problem with the living, true founder of Christianity. See, you need to understand, Jesus did not found Christianity. He founded, excuse me, he didn't found the church. He founded Christianity. The Holy Ghost founded the church. And God founded the citizens. So you need all of this. Natural in Israel model of eternal Israel Hebrews 12 said the church was already in heaven when God came and made Israel Because anything that doesn't exist in the spirit will never show up in the flesh (laughs) So the Holy Spirit is how you get to heaven I know y'all don't think he's important But trust me if you don't have what the Bible say in Romans if anyone has not his spirit You are not His, and you cannot get his spirit piecemeal Scripture, or you can't keep and grow it. So you're only going to find Jesus Christ, and you're only going to find God's intent for the, his body. See, Christian came later. That's in the book of Acts. We were, when we, we were just the body of Christ. Hmm. We were disciples of Christ and the body of Christ. That's what we ended up being. Oh, Right. So you have to When people start, tell, start telling you these things You need to do your own thinking Say I don't just bring you a word I bring you it's wisdom I bring you it's way Right You understand I bring you it's, its uh, 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 analysis And all of those other things So you've got to get to a point That you understand I don't know what's going on here But I don't like it Sorry. That. Oh, um, no. 20 years. I'll just grab some years. <laughs> <laughs> so, the point that I want you to get is that that's it. Then, the only other way that you can relate to Christianity is by the Spirit of God descending to the planet. No other religion is going to tell you that God is exclusive in the afterlife. Which is why he's exclusive in Islam. Every mm-hmm. other religion, maybe um, Islam, might be a little different, because you know that. They, but they're based on what? They're based on nationality mm-hmm. and biology. Yeah. They're based on genetics. You are Muslim genetically, right. not redemptively. Yeah. You have the most of the religions are on talking about. What is it? No, this is going to work. You know I get still. I know, but I thought I'd ask. Okay. It's going to work. But When you talk about all of those Easter religions, they're all polytheistic. Every one of them, polytheistic. Don't even take my word for it. Unitarianism is proud of the fact that anything that wants to snatch you as a deity can, That no deity has to take responsibility for you. That you can just yell out to the universe and whoever hears the call and is so inclined will take care of you in that moment. You have no covenant with anything because your covenant is with an impersonal and, I might add, destructive universe. Mm. Quite. Our uniqueness is supreme. And it's a perk. Uh The God of all creation said, you know, I want some children. Mm-hmm. And set about this elaborate plan to reproduce himself in his latest and what Scripture says his final species. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know about you, but I am so glad to be a Christian. I'm glad that I got one deity that I got to work. Can you imagine all of those other religions other than, as we said, Islam? All those other religions do what? They all, every single one of them, I'm getting this right. Hey, guys, you know, this is just me being stubborn. So when you look at this later on, just say, Dr. Price, I am determined to make things work. So don't look and say, don't send me all, you know, y'all have to send me instructions and try and all. In this instance, in this instance, I said in this instance, please don't, Okay. Because this is me being stuck. You heard us say you could use this as well. Uh Uh-uh. I want this. This is mine. So (laughs) (laughs) you can see they've been with me a long time. (laughs) That's why they're not saying anything because they already know. You know, I I like it when your team has been with you a couple of decades. (laughs) boys. because they got you almost coming and going. So you need to recognize when you are, when you're making judgment calls about Christianity Inclusionism is Unitarianism. Uh huh. Right. Inclusionism is polytheism. Yes. Inclusionism, literally, is idolatry. It can't help but be because it goes against the exclusivity of what God said was the righteous product, the righteous prototype that He had, and that He's replicating Himself after that righteous model. See, God needed one Jesus to impregnate the world with his wealth and his life. Mm. He only needed one Jesus. When you go into, when you start stepping into inclusionism, you start stepping into Unitarianism, you start stepping into those ancient Eastern religions, you're talking not about a theocracy. You're talking about a thearchy. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And you need to look that up. Because the thearchy talks about how those devils are always fighting. Okay, those deities, always fighting for top place. We don't have to worry about it. I want you to think about something else. When you think about Christianity, just think, you got one Holy Ghost. When you think about inclusionism, you think about Unitarianism, you got whosoever will. You are the legion. Ooh. Yeah. See, Jesus cast out. Every other spirit to make sure that the man that he delivered only had to bow to and yield to one deity. All of those other religions require you to be a a, a marketplace, a community for any spirit that wants to come in. And you are always in emotional turmoil because those spirits are fighting for Prince Place in your life and principality use of you. That's why he said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. He said, You only got to deal with me. Now, you stay out there, you're going to deal with everything out there that I made that wants to go ahead and do what they want to do. I know I have to give them some time to say stuff, but I just wanted to get this, get this out here. So, you understand the uniqueness of Christianity is that you have one God, one Lord, one Spirit, one one. And every other religion, you got whosoever will and whatsoever is the strongest. <laughs> that is why when you get saved, you need deliverance because all them devils ain't going just because you said this in a prayer. They're not going to leave. Ooh, I Ashley, know. you said this in a prayer. Oh, we, okay, guys, pack up. Uh, right. No, you look at that little booger commercial. It. I, didn't even that. <laughs> I
1: know it. You
4: said
0: it. To <laughs> it took a gorilla to slap him out. <laughs> that. He come out. There used to doing anything he wants to do, goes out there, the woman sends him off with the stronger man, sends him off, he goes out there trying to get an address. The girl says, boom. That's an analogy she'll never see again. You have to understand when you start talking about but well, this is not about religion. What do you mean it's not about religion? Religion is being bound to a spirit you expect to take care of you. Oh, Hold to on. guard and protect you. It wow. talks about a legal bond, that bond being a contract, covenant, and also being a force that defends you from what ordinarily has free access to you. You better be religious because if not, then you are bound, and you're bound by a, a, a plethora of devils. You realize the soul can hold a lot of these, That's leads You don't know you. That's why when we get saved, we're like, that's me
1: too.
0: I Before then, honey, you were everything. You were happy today and I'm mad tonight. I'm going to beat tonight. you tomorrow and then I might make it right. I don't know who I am. I don't know why I am. All I know is that at any minute, I'm someone else. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: we know people
0: like that Who's walking in the door today We don't know who's coming to work tomorrow yep. We don't know who's going to be on the phone tonight You could be in the middle of having dinner with somebody And the devil don't like what you said they, they, They're going to use their emotions And personality That's why God had to define the fruit of the spirit Because wow. we don't know how to do the fruit of the spirit We only know the work of the flesh And that's been trained by devils Hmm. So, yeah, I do. Oh, you like it, don't you? All right. I'm going to give somebody else a chance. But I wanted to say this. Go
3: ahead
0: and say it. I'm having fun.
3: This
0: is the Paula Price show. Yeah, but I like the team. Mm-hmm. We talked last week about your prayer partner. We have the Paula Price Soul of Success Center, and you get pray- we offer you prayer partners. Some of you all are in, pre- in churches, you can't get a prayer through because your pastor isn't praying. Your leaders aren't praying. The elders aren't praying. They're hanging out, they're reading books, they're going to yoga classes, and if your pastor's in yoga, baby, you ain't going to get a prayer through, because he's already given devil access to his congregation. You, will, you he broke your covenant with Christ. He broke it, because he broke your head. So all of the devil's yoga, which is an Eastern religion, which is which originates as an Eastern religion, I don't care about American marketers telling you it's not, just because America, america been lying about this product, and it's been lying about his truth. For ages. Ages. So don't think that they're gonna tell you the truth about yoga. So your pastor, if, if your pastor your leaders are following yoga, your head is broken. And any spirit that wants to enter your life, into your family, into your kids, they have gotten a, a, the permission by your pastor's authority over you as the shepherd. <laughs> your pastor has staged your future to be calamitous. Ah! Because just in, in the same way come on, Jesus hit it, girl. Hit yeah, come on, yeah. In the same way that Adam's decision to let Satan in destroyed us, doomed us, but also made us Satan's property your Pastor in yoga, your church in yoga is doing the same thing. They cut a religion, and they didn't do it ignorantly. When you sit that high, those devils ask your pastor for you, and you know what? Your pastor gave his or her congregation to that spirit, Mm. and they have a right. As long as you sit there and you're on those rolls, what your pastor serves is what you serve. What your pastor decreed is what happens to you. And your pastor's breach of relationship and violation of Jesus Christ's rules of redemption pass on to you. Well, I just just don't think that. you. A lot of times we walk around, people walk around being told they got cancer, don't believe it. That's true. So you can't use that as an excuse. But I just believe that if I do it, it won't happen to me. We we, We got all kinds of drug programs with people living by that philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. Likewise, yoga. Yoga is an Eastern religion. It is polytheistic in nature. It is Cainic, which means it's born from Cain, which is why Cain wanted to worship God with nature, mm. fruits and veggies, the mm. work of his hands, his farm, his produce. Nature worship began with Cain. So you know, and Cain is the firstborn of the devil, according to John. Yeah. John said Cain was of the wicked one. So Adam's firstborn did not belong to the Almighty. The Adam's firstborn, was because the law of the firstborn kicked in, Adam's firstborn belonged to the wicked one, Satan. Your firstborn might too. You don't know that, which is probably why you always in school and got all kinds of issues. So y'all all all need to get saved. Mm. You need to get born again. That's why we need to be born again. So you sitting there, your pastor is God, and God said it's a bitter thing for a nation to change its God. How much more a congregation?
1: Wow.
0: So your pastor in yoga, he, that that act is telling you we are no longer Christian. We are serving another Christ. Now Jesus said there was going to be a lot of Christ. Did he not say that? So your pastor. And you go to yoga talking about, well, I, I just think about, all I do is I just think about, I think about Jesus. Jesus is thinking about you, the fact that you are serving a false version of him. you in the knockoff Jesus club. Wow. You make, I mean, because it's all about you. That's why you know you're in childish Christianity, because it's all about you. Because mature Christianity is like, wait a minute, I, this is not all, only about me. Wow. Hmm. This started with Jesus Christ. And his job is to judge those who are faithful to him. Yoga is a breach from Christ. It's a defection from the Christianity the Holy Ghost brought to the world. Because you know, if I just think about the Holy Spirit. He thinks about you too. Just like the Holy Spirit thought about Adam and left. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. The Holy Spirit left him. When Saul cut up and Saul went to another religion and he started serving another king, the Spirit of God left him. And the Spirit of God has left your church. Ooh. And you need to know that He said that God told you what He would do. And if you did, He said, I'll move your candlestick out of this place, out of my church. Wow. So they could talk to me all day long. And you don't even want to talk to me. Well, but well, what do you mean God I'm not talking about the love. When I'm talking about God's love. I'm talking about the person mm-hmm. whose realm you supposedly began
1: in.
0: Hmm. Wow. Wow. Most countries will kick will their kick their criminals out or incarcerate them. Lockdown. So you have to think differently. I know some of y'all, but that's why you can't get a prayer through. You're like, I don't understand why you can't do it. I don't understand. And Isaiah, there's a whole thing. The priest stand up there in the temple, do a whole worship service, and go home and go through their back doors in their walls and worship what they really believe. That's right. Scary. Chapter 8. Chapter 8. Oh, scary. So, I want, so that's why you can't really get a church. So what about having your own personal intercessor until you can find out where to go? Well, and y'all are writing it because y'all do it all the time. So Dr. Price, what do I do? I don't know if your company go bad, what would you do? If your best friend started, became a criminal, what would you do? Why is it that you need a, a whole divine edict for Jesus Christ? Because you don't want to let go and you don't want to start anew. And that's understandable, but it's irrational. So schedule yours. Go to my website drparlaeprice.com and guess what you get? You get your prayers, solution. Why doesn't God speak? Well, I'm no, I'm in a, I'm in a, 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 a church and they practice yoga and all of that and God speaks. No, he doesn't. Satan is really good at pretending to be God. He's a ventriloquist. He will sound like God. And you have to know the voice of your God. See, that's why it's <laughs> important. God kept saying over and over again, yeah. know my voice, know my voice. Because it was the voice of Adam's wife that Adam, he didn't care about his wife, but it was the voice of his wife that Satan used to persuade him. Wow. So yeah. you'll get a chance to get some solutions. Hold on. Yeah. That what happened?
3: Expound on that. <laughs> Come on. The voice. The voice. Now, come on here. You know what I'm talking about. She knows what I'm talking about. Okay. I know we're not in question time yet, but but, but you just don't create Christian Yes. Okay. Because you're you're doing you know, your messages here. But when you talked about Satan is good as sounding like God. Yeah. This is something that needs to be addressed. Okay. Because we one, we don't teach about the war in heaven that it happened. No. Nope. And that it happened. In heaven, hmm. You don't really get closer to God, proximity wise, think you then you do there. And then that but there he, he's there. Yeah, so please expand on that and how you talk about the voice of his wife. I mean this can explain how so many people think they're following God or mm-hmm. where he's going and they end up all off in a mess every every time.
0: Well, and, and two things. Deuteronomy thirteen talks about the prophet. It said if a prophet rises up and tells you, Hey, Let's go and serve other gods and all of those kinds of things. He said, don't follow them because he seeks to turn you away from your God. Mm -hmm. Satan uses uses scripture. We're always surprised that he quotes scripture. You have to learn God's voice. God has a tone. He has a cadence. God has a a sound that is very unique to him, and it does more than audiate you. You got God more than audience. You God's words, literally, He said His word is living and powerful, and you can, they resonate. And so, but, but Satan will use words, but His words will often take you off the hook for God, because He's He's God's rival, He's His adversary. So He said when that when that um, when that prophet or spirit says to you, let's go and do something else. Like the, that the, it's the transgression of the scriptures that has gotten us to this place. Well, you have preachers standing up there saying, that you heard the preachers sound, but the voice that they were speaking from was not God. Well, no, God doesn't mind if you tattoo, and God doesn't mind if you don't come to church, and God doesn't mind if you tattoo. And they unsay scripture to release you from its obligation. To bind you to the liberty you in your heart and soul seek, because when Satan lies to a true believer, they know it, because a liar has a sound. Ask the people in the hood. Ask the con Liars have a sound, yes, they and they they can say all the right words. They sound really great, and in the end, your your, your new creation spirit say, yeah,
1: uh, 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 uh. <laughs> something
0: is wrong. You know, I, I was asking God about something this morning, this voice, because, you know, everybody has one that's going to always try to be there to, to undo God. And, it, I mean, all, and sometimes it's over-authoritative, and sometimes it's so beguiling, you can almost see the serpent in it. Wow. So you have, but you can't know God's voice beyond God's scripture, and if you're only reading the Gospels, you know nothing. Oh, yeah, you've got to know this man's word, and you've got to read it until you don't have to read it to recall it. Because it becomes you. It is a part of you. So you have to do that. And then when you grow in God, and God knows that it is your heart, your determination, your will to obey him, he starts giving you personal cues and instincts and triggers and signs and signals. And He and they're for you. The problem is you want to tell everybody because you're all fascinated, so Satan got something else to imitate, emulate or imitate. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of times I just know. So God uses the word unction. Hmm. Unction. And that's what we, I, I use. You yeah, have God. I got this unction. Or we, have, we use the word check in your spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, how does that feel? It's different for different people because God has a, a varying relationships with us based on how he created us. So when Adam was in the garden, to answer your question, Mm -hmm. and God said, because you listened to the voice of your wife, Satan used his wife's voice, which Adam was very familiar with and fond of, to move him to the fatal action that took him out. They have, um, when you study, and it's in my dictionary, we talk about the the um, Isaiah eight, where it says, you know, why are you going to those who peep and mutter? There are, you know, our, we our, we were just recently with the prophet, and I got to tell you, I said, oh, you got to on again, off again, Jesus. You got to pair of Jesus up in there, yeah. if not a trio. And you can you can tell it. So he says you have got to. Uh, I don't care if it sounds like your mama. I've had devil sound like my loved ones all the time. You don't listen to just the sound. You must listen to the words and its context, and make sure that it agrees with the character of God and not your will and your wants. Wow. Like God, I don't really want to move to Tulsa. So you're gonna have three dreams to tell you why you don't have to go. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then you're going to get prophets, because lying prophets follow lying spirits. Ah! So you're going to get a lying prophet to say, the Lord is going to, you don't have to do anything. The Lord's going to build you in this land, and you're going to grow in this land, and this area is going to come back because of you. And you get all of those kinds of words. And what do they all have in common? Your ego, your will, and your resistance to suffering hardship or being discomforted by the word of the Lord. Ooh, my, my, my. There are a lot of ministries never got off the ground because their habit, their patience for following their spirit. I'm following my spirit. See, when people start telling me they're following their spirit, I get concerned. <laughs> I really do. Because your spirit, I, I don't, if, if you're saved, your spirit is basic. So it's not smart enough to handle the complex thing you want. Because your new creation spirit comes as a seed. And so what happens is when Satan knows you're a newcomer, the first, let, before we get to him, God will prophesy your purpose and what he calls you to do when you get saved. Yeah. And then you go to church. Uh, <laughs> and then you meet the family. And there you is. go. And from that moment on, oh, you're confused. And when, when, when you, if you don't start your salvation in the word, learning the word, which is what the Old Testament did, the Jews will tell you that, the Catholics Catechism, have the confirmation, but charismatics have nothing but a feeling, and, 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 and they're gifting. They don't take time to learn the Bible, and, and that's why they're always arguing with us on Facebook. You know nothing. What are you talking about? Your feeling? I'm sorry. I choose to believe. Are you kidding? I got a lot of belief choices that God didn't care about. And if you choose to believe you over the soul, the, 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 the God that saved you, then you need to sound like him. Because we are his offspring. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. These people are arguing with us, sounding like Satan, sounding like New Age, sounding like yoga, sounding like Hinduism, sounding like Islam. You sound like all these other religions, and to you, their religion, to us, their deeds. So you cannot get caught up in the fact that you do it. There are times that... Um, when people, and I always use this example, when a loved one dies, that spirit they leave behind keeps working their voice until they can get you to drop your will to receive them. You think, oh, my mom came to me. No, they didn't. The Bible said, when we die, we go to sleep and we are hid in Christ. Mm-hmm. So your mama not coming. No. I just thought I'd say that. Appreciate it. Did you? <laughs> So the missing link in your prayer is intercessory prayer, and you need to have a prayer advisor. You need your own advisor, your prayer advisor, not counseling, not coaching, but someone who can steer and direct your prayers, and then someone with more muscle due to experience, due to exclusivity, etc. We can all say we're equal in God, but you do nine hours a week in a, in a, in a corporate world or in a job. We do all our time. Woo. Your nine hours at work is in the world. secular. ours is in Christ. Mm-hmm. We're studying. We're praying. We're reading. We're learning. Half of you all don't even want to take a class in Jesus Christ because you know what? you listening to that lazy, sloppy pastor who told you you don't need nobody to teach you. That was, a, And that person, I bet you if you check their background, they were lousy students. Wow. <laughs> or they can't read or they hate to read. Oh, yeah. That's true. I'm telling you, because yeah. no, uh, an educated person will not downplay education. Yeah. A, a a truly educated person who has already benefited from it, then they're not going to tell you to stay dumb. Because even though you don't need anybody to teach you, you need to read that in context, which I believe was perverted. But in any event, you you need to read it in context. Teach you what? The sum of all God knows doesn't come alive in you just because you get born again. Right. The sum of what God knows, that's what they're saying. They're saying salvation gave you the sum of the almighty knowledge. Who would say that but a lousy student who hated doing homework, hated going to school, cut classes all the time. I bet you, I'm just, just saying, but I bet you all of those pastors and all of those teachers who taught to you that were lousy students. They were dropouts. I bet you a lot of them were dropouts. Y'all going to pray for me? Engage your personal intercessor. Schedule yours today, but the next one. Are you ready? She's showing off. She's about to show off. I'm looking. You know. <laughs> well, you know you ought to watch when you watch. Yeah. Okay. Got to purge. Got to purge. <laughs> I have never done this before, and the Holy Spirit has instructed me to do this, and that is, and, and for those of you who are interested, we'll, you know, we'll sign you up, but God gave me a mandate. The solution to God's issues is not just planting churches, because churches did not bring us the Word of God. Churches gathered those who were converted to the Word of God. So I had and have been operating what I call prophetic edit. None of you, many of you were on when I was doing those uh, Tuesday nights. Well, I built an institution institution out of that, and so we have prophetic ed, which is planting prophets everywhere. Do you realize that because of all of the sinful businesses and institutions in your neighborhood, your neighborhood changed with no counterbalancing guards? So we've had guardianship, and, and most of the guardianship programs I've seen is we're going to get together, we're going to go and do some right. spiritual mapping, and then we're going to go and pray according to the mapping, and we're going to do that. That's not wrong. It's just too early in the game. Hmm. And so I have a, a program in an institution called Prophetic Edit, which is an a- a- F- um an agency institute where you will be just like Miss Sally over there reading palms. You're going to be right next to her, standing for the Holy Ghost, because in the Bible, the prophet brought the people back home. That's right. The prophet. That's why John the Baptist is credited with turning the hearts of the children to the fathers. Mm-hmm. And so if you're interested in that, and I know a lot of you are, then I would love for you to be a part of the next session for Prophetic Ed. It is not, first, let me just tell you, I know you all are going to want to come and say, I'm the big, bad, this, and that. Dr. Price, I don't care. <laughs> don't come and tell me how big and bad you are in the world. I don't care that you talk to five kings, 49 ambassadors, and 72 presidents. I don't care because <laughs> all I know is you can talk. Oops. Prophetic Ed is not the top minister. Prophetic Ed is the office Discharged in a particular Region with the fullness of the Godhead backing and power and God won't back infants And he won't back novices So if you're coming here To show off that's one thing but if you do Want to establish Yourself as an Agency prophet And you want to win back This country because I'm telling you This country is not going to be won by Pastors because it was lost under pastors. And I've nothing. I was passive, so don't you know? Don't y'all get all upset with me? But how can you, unless it is a safe a serpent's venom? How are you gonna win with that which lost? I sit here, we, we go to meeting after meeting, and it's like, we go to the pastors, and they don't move. We go to the pastors, and they won't answer. We go to the pastors, and they don't act. We go to all of these meetings. I'm saying, why would they? It wasn't given to them. They are the receivers, mm-hmm. not the dispensers. And we need to know what each fivefold does. And in this class, you learn specifically the lines, protocols, and boundaries of the entire threefold and fivefold. This stuff didn't begin with pastors. A lot of these European nations began with pastors, and they've all turned from Jesus. True. So why don't we get a prophet to play? Why don't we give them a chance? What do you say? Do it. So you have to ask yourself if you are a candidate. Now, I want to tell you, because some of you all will come and say, I want to do it, and then you go to your pastor, and your pastor says, no. Don't come to me if you haven't cleared it with your pastor or your bishop or you haven't resolved that they can't tell you what your professional education should be. There that Because it's not about church. This is not about congregation. This is not about whether or not you water the plants, mow the lawn, or sing in a praise and worship. This is not about that. This is about the muscle of the Almighty. And prophets have always been God's muscle. Yeah. Always. But we have never developed you so that you can... Exert that muscle where he needs. I'm, I, I look at you. They tell me about all the pastors that are on this council and that council, and we still aren't changed. We still got infantilized. We still got snap a baby's neck. Because pastors are not built for that. They are shepherds. They're corralers. They draw you in. They are feeders. They are nurturers. But they are not dispensers mm-hmm. of God's power, might, or wisdom. And some of them are superior. I'm telling you, they are awesome, but they still don't carry the same yoke. Just because the pharmacist is the top pharmacist in the land does not make them a physician. We've got to start putting boundaries back in the Holy Ghost. We've got to start defining and assessing. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing the tutorials that I'm doing. So I'm starting to get you back online. If you want to know what this is all about, just go all the way in uh, Facebook, all of my Facebook, and go Back to prophetic ed now, And I'm telling you As long as prophets stay wandering here and there Or even they go over here And I'm going to do it this way And I'm going to do it that way The prophets were always contiguous They were always a force They were a continuum Pastors cannot be a continuum Because each one's church has a different mandate wow. Each one draws a different complex of congregation Pastors will never unify Because they don't exist for that. Nobody is looking for us. To, uh, all of the pastors to get together and put all of the sheep of God on one hill. Because they're going to fight about who's going to get the money off the wall.
3: The grass is better over
0: there. Thank you. That's not what they do. That's one of the reasons why God has prophets running in companies, because prophets are symbiotic. Which means they say they share the same spiritual biology. The same spiritual anatomy, which is why God can say one thing with one prophet in Asia, another prophet in Australia, another one in the United States, and a whole other prophet in Africa. And you know what? We get together and we complete each other. We don't diverge. And we don't compete if we're in the spirit of (coughs) God. Pastors are not going to let another pastor convert their church into what they have. Mm -hmm. That's true. They're not going to do, it's not the nature of the office or the function, which is why it was inevitable that America would fall the way Europe did. Because it had the same principles and protocols. We got the bishops, we got the archbishops, but that is not who founded the church. Mm -hmm. So I just gave you a little bit of a class, if you're interested then I need you to go to my website, DrPaulaEdScience.com, and say I would be interested in your Prophetic Ed presentation, which will not be over the Internet since there are some ethical issues we have to clean up. If you are coming in June and you feel like this is worth what I want to do, this is my, then you need to come in June and be a part of the presentation and all of the other things that causes you to be planted as a prophet, hallelujah, instead of evicted. <laughs> you don't know your office. You don't know your calling. You don't know what you're supposed to do. You don't know how God built you prophetically. And you and even if you know, you don't know how to develop it and nurture it. And most of you all have been trained to think that you don't have to have prophetic education. And that is almost, not only is it a lie, it's a myth. <laughs> because, Joshua needed Moses. Yes, Lord. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Joshua needed Moses. Enoch had to lay the foundation for the prophetic. The 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 Israel needed Samuel's whole institution. Isaiah had disciples, which means tra- trainees. But again, if you're in the New Testament, you don't know that. You're just saying what comes to your head. And you don't know who's putting it there. Jesus. I'm almost done. Is it all I can say? Can I say? It? Yeah. Can I say it? You're saying it. Because right. I got a few more minutes. You are saying it. And then I have didn't get a chance to finish it, but I will and put it up. I also have apostles in training. AIT. Now a lot of the older apostles, A-I-P. you don't need it, but you know what? Y'all up and coming ones need to fix what that what wasn't fixed. Oh
1: no, I think. So.
0: You need to handle. What wasn't handled, and you need to do it the way God does it. God brought apostleship to the uh, to the world in a certain way, format, model, blah 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 blah. blah. Mm-hmm. And you need to be ready for your commission. Listen, you want um, come on up until the fact that I started talking about commissioning. What about 1993? Apostles didn't say about commission. There was a gift thing, not a commission. But what is that? How to make that work? How what did God do with the twelve that made them one? So if you find if you think you part of you would do well with that, bless your grace. Let the name of the Lord, then you need to enroll with us for your commission readiness. This is the program that Apostle Ashley has gone through. Those those that you saw commissioned in November, we have six more in it. And I'm going to tell you again, if your bishops don't want you to do it and you feel like God bound you to the bishop, don't reach out to me. Because I'm not fighting with your bishop over something that I know works the way God gave it to me. You need to stay with your bishop and you do your bishop's meeting, uh, uh, whatever it is, wisdom or mission, and not follow up. Because I'm going to obliterate everything that your bishop taught you if your bishop is not apostolic or prophetic. Now, uh, there are some powerful, I wish I could meet more of them. There are some powerful bishops out there. Uh, There are some powerful apostolic and prophetic bishops. I love the bishops because the bishops are are, are the other side of where we're going. But if your bishop doesn't like it, if your pastor doesn't like it, then you need to decide whether you're going to be a congregant or an agent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is not your bishop's decision, and and frankly, it is not mine. Mm -hmm. But you need to decide whether or not you're going to be a bishop, a, a member of a congregant, or you're going to be an agent, an agent of the Godhead. Because ultimately... The two can be very divergent in the beginning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when we get to the end, we kind of all come back around. So, and I want you to understand: if you're not a student, if you don't believe that you should read, we're not the one. If you don't believe you should study, we're not the one. If you don't believe you have, you should have homework, we're not the one. In other words, if you don't believe in the element of greatness mm-hmm. and the and what success really calls for, we are not the one. And I'm okay. But if you are, I want nothing but the fervent. I want the fervent. I want the fighters. I want the warriors. I want the warriors. Really. I'll take you. All right? Ah. Give me your little energy. But I don't. Don't bring me your theology. Don't bring. I'm telling you now, because see what'll happen is you'll you'll start out and there is an investment and you'll be upset and you're gonna go out and disparage what I do and you're gonna disparage it because you couldn't make the cut. I'm not gonna take the weight of that. We have, I'm oh, not just saying things nicer, one day, I'm going to get better, I promise no, I think straight up is effective. <laughs> one day, but I want you to understand, it is, it, it is a real program. There are regiments, there are disciplines, there are defenses, there are activities, there are projects, there's proxies. There's a whole bunch to get you ready to take a, a community instead of just taking a stand. See, we've been, pastors have done a great job taking a stand, but God needs his muscle to take the community. Because, see, they wanted to win souls to Jesus Christ. We want to keep them. The reason Satan got in is because after we won those souls, we did not go back and, and, and literally equip them, I mean, arm them. We equipped a little bit, but we never armed the people to defeat the, the Satan's recovery plan. And that's Arming comes from the muscle We, am telling you, God told me We are his muscle And when you look in the Bible, God started It took out Israel with a prophet Abraham, prophet God's muscle is prophet We have got to get you ready Now if you think you're one of those, come on But I need the big and the bad and the bold I'm not going to tell, I'm not apologizing I'm called a giant I'm called to the, to, I'm called to the top and I'm not apologizing. I may never see the, the millions some some folks have seen. I may never see the hundreds of thousands. May, if it's the will of God, I will. But you know what? I am going to give Him the best of the best. And I promise you. And I make this statement for real. I promise you, I'm going to give the Lord Jesus Christ the baddest prophets that ever walked the planet. If you one of those then you go to my website, drpaulaprice.com, because you either going to be one of the baddest prophets or you're going to be ruled by them. <laughs>
1: Did
0: you want to say
3: something before we come? No. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do
2: that. We need to always close
3: that. You always <laughs> close that. Hallelujah. <Yeah. laughs> um, well,
2: I just think to the, to, to the dovetail off of that, you can start your journey with the AIT program, even when inquiring um, about the profits and finding out about the programs at PriceUniversity.org as well. Connect those two websites, see what we have available. You know, we are the best in the business when it comes to training profits and really training apostles, training fivefold ministers. So, uh, check us out at priceuniversity.org so you can find out what are the classes like. What are we What are we offering? And that way we can connect mm-hmm. with you. You can also visit DrPaulaAPrice.com and fill out a contact form so that we can reach out to you and, and just let you know the information. So um, and you know as after today's message, you suddenly find yourself in need of a new church. Um, you should probably reach out to us. Um, <laughs> I just, you know I think that we should offer the payroll <laughs> 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 If, if, you little little earlier, really? if you were on a earlier and you realize uh, my pastor broke my head, you might need to find a new ministry. So if that's the okay, case, then I want to encourage you to, to look up Congregation <laughs> Fighting. Yes. online, all right? You can be an online member of this ministry. Uh, in fact, many people have asked us. They do ask us uh, in terms of our training. They see you on the broadcast, Dr. And I was just talking to a woman this week, and uh, she was just letting me know there's just nothing like this in my hometown. Uh, we want to encourage you to become members online with us. If you are still somewhere else and you're not relocating and you want a church that is teaching this, you want this, then I want to encourage you to become a member online with us at the Congregation of the Bible because we're opening this up to you because we recognize that you may not have this in your region. We want you to be able to have access, all right? So just know that Dr. Price is accessible um, through yeah. these other outlets and you can join her every Sunday and be a member of this ministry. I'm so you just come on home to Tulsa. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> come just on come <laughs> and we look we to come home to everybody in this room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all of these are come home people. That's right. So I put
1: the, I
0: put the website up on the on the the church site. Yeah. Okay. So all that
2: information is up, and Rachel um, has put that information up for you guys so that you can figure out how you can plug into everything you heard Doctor Price talk about today.
0: So did you want to make a comment or two? You have, you don't only one to didn't say anything. We're going to let you just jump in on something. Uh, okay. I know you usually have one or two things that strike me. I know. Every, everything struck me. Um, you talked about,
2: <laughs> I was, uh, but something that you talked about earlier, you said the history was tied to destiny. And I, I thought that was so interesting because I was looking at a documentary on, on one of OETA, which is kind of like our local version of PBS. And I was uh, watching this entire documentary, and they were talking about how in certain periods of history, history was rewritten for the future. And so I thought that was so interesting that you talked about the fact that um, the the only reason that you would change history is to alter the future. So then we have to think about that in relation to what you talked about, about why, why don't we want people reading the history of God? you know, why don't we want people involved in God's story and what brought him to that place and all those different things. It's to alter the Christians and the kind of Christians that are produced. Yes. Um, and so we've talked about this many times when we've talked about the versions of the Bible and the whole motivation behind it. And I just it just triggered that because in that documentary, they were talking about that on the secular side. Mm-hmm. You know, just in terms of um, after wars, what certain nations mm-hmm. will do to rewrite history so that the children coming up, they've they become a different product. They never know what happened. Mm-hmm. They don't know it in its entirety. They don't know it accurately. Oof, and okay. it's to impact what they become. So we are I being, you know, say. our history as Christians is under attack, you know, to impact the kind of Christians that we become. I love that. That
0: was exciting. Ah. That was worth it. Ah. And she wasn't saying it to That well, was very awesome. good. And,
1: but,
0: but, and, the, and the truth is they have rewritten Christianity, which is why when you go to church down, it looks like a third world nation. People got piercings, they got things hanging, they got, we used to go to mission. we called that going to missions. Now we just need to go to church. The church, I mean, isn't it true? Yes. You walk in, you see them, they went sitting there with uh, shorts on and and flip flops and whatnot because because someone rewrote the holiness rules. Someone rewrote modesty. Somebody rewrote sanctification. And so we are today, we have a church Jesus never dreamed of because the church we have today is the reason he incarnated. So now, wow. okay, come on, redemption has become Satan's reason for Jesus' cross. Ooh.
1: Hmm.
0: So you I mean, we got a little church. We go past the church down the road here, and the people coming out, the women with the little tight short coochie cutting pants and carrying on, men with the short pants and stuff hanging through and flip flops and whatnot. And these people are going to church, and you know why? Because their thing is God accepts me as I am. Yes. Yeah, but that is not what the scripture said. The scripture said, "Come as you are, and then become here." Right. And it's the whole come thing. That was rewritten redacted. redacted okay we'll say redacted. we just we just took it out thats that's not even there.
2: <laughs> Did you want to say it? well I'm gonna say on that note we need to collect our offerings. <laughs> <laughs> time to sew. we want to so give you guys more the opportunity up. to prepare to do that. You know the drill, and if this is your first time catching a Paul Price show, then you caught it on a good day. Yes. Um, so we want you to take a moment to <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna there's never really a bad day in Paula Price Show, Lynn, but um, we're glad that you joined us today. And this is how you can sew you can sew via PayPal. It's paypal.me slash Dr. Paul Price, and then you can also do cash app and her handle there is Dr. Paula Price and then if you are going to use text to give and you can text us at 918-608-1378 that's a secure way to give via credit card giving if you don't want to use PayPal or cash app I'm going to give you that number one more time and then Rachel will put it on the screen for you guys 918-608-1378 you know that this is good, you know you need to sew. so let's take a moment to give back into this program and go ahead and sow
0: your seed as time. Great. Now, you know, you are, you got three minutes. You are the product of the AIT program. Mm -hmm. Your ministry right now is what you were commissioned in November. So for the next three minutes or so, let people know the benefits and even some of the challenges Mm -hmm. that you
3: have. Sure. Overall, I think the greatest challenge people face in the program is the belief system that apostles cannot be trained. Mm Mm-hmm. So when you go in, you have to go in with the mentality that not only should we be trained, but it's possible. Because we've had people who have so many uh, certificates, doctors, on their wall, and they hit a wall Mm -hmm. when they deal with this. So that would be the first thing. Uh, The benefits of this, like any other career, high-level warfare position, Mm -hmm. you don't just jump out into the battlefield. And that's what we do. We just rush apostles. And like you said recently, people come in and you're an apostle, you're an apostle, you're going, an boom, you go out there. Nobody knows what it means. Mm-hmm. What it does, you're just supposed to preach hard and be hard mm-hmm. and be mean and that's an apostle and travel the nations, And no. I mean, plan and And what? Plant plan church. Of course, plant churches. And uh, the training program takes us all the way back to the eternal roots of apostleship mm-hmm. and then pulls it forward. Present and then future so what are we how do we govern? How do we guard? How do we guide? Acts 26 18 It gives you the world God's world of apostleship according to Jesus Christ and how he did it on earth What he did before he got here and what he's expecting us to do the training program is Aggressive and again, it is aggressive largely because we think it should be easy. Mm-hmm and we've seen it. So the head trip that you go through in yeah. programs really across the board at Price University are largely because we have been groomed and affirmed, confirmed, elevated, ascended, emerged. All the things we do ordained with very little training. Yeah. And nothing and very right on the gifting, and then if you do, it's prophecy. It's being apostolic and not walking in the office of the apostle. So I encourage everybody, the first step anybody needs to do is to take the assessment, no matter what program you want to begin. Take the
0: MAQ to tell you where to begin. Well, I uh, thank you for joining me. I hope this was something to share, 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 and then share again. And then do me a favor. And share it all over again. That's number one. Number two, if you think you should be a candidate for our prophetic Ed program, then you need to go to my website. Uh, uh, Prophet Adia will have some. She always guides us. Thank God for this one. Anyway, she will guide you. So there'll be something there in a few moments to tell you what to click and how to get a part, become a part of it. But don't forget, you need that assessment, M-A-Q. There is, and this is a screened program. This is not a come-as-you-will program. You're going to have to earn your entry into it, and it is not easy because what we're facing isn't easy. But if you want to earn your place in this, then I want you to definitely go to my website, drpaulaprice.com. Likewise with the AIT program, if you feel that you have a viable commission that can face off with this darkness and, and literally serve God potently in the future, then you go there and say, I want the, the AIT program. Now, don't listen to your friends who say, you don't need that. God uses me anyway because they lost the man's kingdom. And nobody's <laughs> ever going to tell me how great they are when we're sitting here scrapping for our life. So you yes, need right. to, again, com Prophetic Ed, or AIT Commission Readiness. God bless you. Have a great weekend. See you Sunday at the Congregation of the Mighty, where God stands.